Hey everyone! You ever wonder what's up with the latest diet craze? Curious about how food and exercise work together? Then this is where you need to be! Really Truly Fit is dishing out the latest scoop on today's hottest fitness and nutrition topics. Leading this effort is Jim White, world-renowned ACSM exercise physiologist, registered dietitian, and owner of Jim White Fitness and Nutrition Studios. Jim and his guests are going to cover everything from weight loss and debunking diet myths to fitness trends and finding balance. And then you'll be on your way to getting really, truly fit. And now, here's Jim. Hey everyone, welcome to the Really Truly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Jim White, and today we're going to talk about hair health. In a country with more than 1 billion heads of hair, there are many tricks for keeping strands healthy. And this is an important topic. To uncover the tricks and tips for beautifying your hair, I want to introduce my guest, the owner of Beauty Box Studios, Rebecca Wood. What's up, Rebecca? Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I wanted to do a show on hair because it's so important. I mean, I have clients coming in every single day. I mean, you know, it's so funny. We have very similar fields. I help people get in the best shape of their lives and their bodies. But people's hair, it's a big deal. It got, I mean, how much hair do you have on your body? I mean, On uh, your body? I'm not sure about that. I'll just stick to, uh, to your head. But uh, it's estimated over 100,000 wow. strands of hair. That's crazy. So, so you've been working with styling hair for over 10 years. I know you work with makeup. You work with brides. And you've been doing it. You transform thousands of faces and hairs. And you help people look their best. So let me ask, why, as a, as a business owner, I'm always interested, why did you want to go in the hair business? Oh, man. I guess that's the million-dollar question. Uh well, besides the obvious fun, creative outlet it gives me, the main reason is actually really simple. Um, I enjoy helping people feel better about themselves. It, also, the human connection and synergy that happens in an appointment, what we can learn from each other, uh, that's that's pretty much the reason why I love doing what I do. So you guys are, uh, you're like us, too. You're, you're like uh, life coaches, psychologists. I mean, I can't even imagine the stories you hear from people oh, man. Yeah. talking. Yeah, I mean, I'd say probably 50% of it's hair and makeup, and the other 50% is psychology and just coaching and talking and listening, really. I mean, you could probably solve the world's problems with, with some of the, the stuff you hear. It's crazy. Or at least write a book. Or at least write a book. <laughs> at least write a book. So, you know, first of all, I want to start off with, you know, what are some of the trends? I know I'm always asking you, like, what are the trends in men's hair? Of course, you know, with men, you have the beards now and the, and the longer hair. Yeah. Um, and, and for women, you know, I know there's there's different trends. So tell me, in 2017, what are some trends that are going on out there? Oh, I'm really enjoying what's happening in the industry right now. Um, I'm seeing a lot of of inspiration from the 90s. The medium length hair on women, that awkward in between hair, dark rich browns, uh, dark roots, even on your blondes. Um, color that starts from nowhere, no rhyme or reason, less patterns, natural texture, messy hair and curls. Curly hair is big in trend. Also, um, bangs, bangs for women really? are really big so right now. So when, when I was back from Youngstown, Ohio, in, yeah. in my graduating 90, 97 class, I mean, all these, I mean, all these girls had bangs, and that's coming back that's now? That's in. That's in. Bangs, and, uh, you know, I hate to even say it, grunge is back in again. You know, really? that Kurt Cobain, Nirvana, the long hair, dirty, unkept. Um, but then you also have the extreme opposite in men, that really clean, tight, shaved sides, but a very disconnected long top. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's really no rules. Very liberal hair. A lot of you're seeing rainbow, unnatural colors. Um, 90s breaking rules and not caring. Wow, are we going back to the like the the, the bleach blonde, like the highlights? I mean, I I gotta admit, back there was a point where I did have I did have highlights, but everyone did. I wasn't the only one. Well, at least in in Youngstown, Ohio. Yikes. So. <laughs> I'm not sure about the rest of the world. Yeah, but. you're seeing that. Actually, I was just talking to some of my middle school clients and my high school clients, and I always check with them what's going on in middle school and high schools. And uh, boys are 
bleaching hair out again, completely wow. white bleached out hair. You know, another thing I'm seeing is the, the lines in the side of the hair for men. Yep, yep, exactly. That's, that's kind of 80s inspiration and also a little bit of the 90s. You're starting to see those symmetric lines in hair. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of freedom with yeah. hair. It's, again, no rules, just, just free. Wow. So 2017, some hair trends. So, so let's talk about a few things because hair is so important. I mean, as a guy, you know, most of us are concerned about losing hair. Sure. I, was, I was in church uh, the other day, and of course, I should be paying attention to the <laughs> sermon, but I'm looking at everyone's heads, and I would have to say at least 75% of the men that were, I would say, you know, over age 65 were bald. So, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I know women struggle with this too. So first of all, what are some stats when it comes to hair loss in men and women and, you know, how, what causes hair loss? Well, bear with me. I've got a lot on this and I'm, I'm a huge st statistic person. So here we go. Um, it's estimated we shed about a hundred or more hairs a day and that's 90% of that hundred thousand hair follicles wow. um, that are producing any given time. Approximately 35 million men and 21 million women suffer from hair loss. Oh, but yeah, man, it, it is crazy. Can you, so by the age of 60, women hair loss sufferers are in the 80% range. Uh, estimated 40% of hair loss sufferers are female. By the time they reach 50, roughly half of all women will be dealing with some degree of pattern hair loss. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, so, so it is, it is huge. I mean, it is, you know, all the products are coming out. There's, you know, so, so let's talk about why we lose hair. I mean, what causes now I know genetics, let's start off with that. Cause I know that's a factor, you know, uh, it, it does affect, you know, if, you, if your mom's bald, if you're, if, you're, if your dad's bald family, how's that work? Well, unfortunately, um, uh, probably 90% of hair loss is hereditary and genetics. So you're, you can really, uh, thank your mother. You're going to get your genes from your mother's father's side. Okay. So, so my grandfather had a, a comb over. So is that, that, okay, that's bad news, right? Well, you know, President-elect Trump, we oh, might have man. a new trend. Oh, Jim, no, God. You might be right on time. Okay, it. so, so, but is it, so, okay, so ask yourselves out there, your listeners, um, if it's your mother's father. Okay, yes. but that doesn't guarantee. It doesn't guarantee, but you can look to him to see maybe what is going to happen to you at, at, at an older age, yes. Okay, and that's for women also. Women also, but you're going to see, unfortunately, with men, you see more hair loss than women. So typically, that's rule of thumb for men. Okay, so we obviously know there's some genetics there. So how about age? As we age, we have to, uh, I imagine, become have hair, uh, thinner hair. Yeah, well, and, and again, I'm going to go back to statistics here and talk a little bit about men because... Uh, you, so the androgenetic alopecia, or common male pattern baldness, accounts for more than 95% of hair loss in men. By wow. the age of 35, two-thirds of American men experience some degree of hair loss. That's crazy. Isn't I mean, it? Yeah. Wait, and just get this. Approximately 25% of men who suffer with male pattern baldness begin at the painful process before they reach the age of 21. Oh, my gosh. So it starts to, you start starts, to lose then. You start to see a genetics kick or full effect in your 20s. But is bald good? I mean, now, I mean, is things kind of change or is bald still not good? Well, you know, I think uh, to each their own, but I think it's, it looks a lot better with men. Some women prefer that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, bald, bald is never a bad thing. I think, uh, I think it's all the way, you, uh, the way you wear it, to be honest. Now, I do uh, have some friends and have some women friends that have, they're, they're losing their hair in their 20s and 30s. I mean, yeah. alopecia, like, is that, yeah. so did you say that's more genetic or? Yeah, alopecia is, it's genetic. Now, there's different degrees of alopecia. Um, you know, alopecia is just the scientific term for hair loss, um, but there can be other factors. Uh, there can be an attack on hair follicles, uh, alopecia areata. 
That's your immune system that mistakenly attacks hair follicles, causing your hair to fall out. That can happen repeatedly. Um, it's not harmful or contagious, but it happens suddenly. Um, wow. So that's like two or three bald patches on, on hair. Jeez. So that can happen. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's devastating. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. So we talked about genetics. We talked about aging. I'm here with Rebecca Wood from the Beauty Box Studios. And, you know, uh, we're talking about hair loss right now. And, and so what else besides that can, can lose that? Now, I know stress. I mean, you know, I've known, uh, you know, people get stressed and they, they say they lose their hair. Is that short term? Is that long term? Well, um, and that's another uh, telogen and uh, effluvium. That's a shock to the system. That's caused by surgery, uh, vaccinations, giving birth, some medications, crash diets, severe Hmm. stress, thyroid problems. Um, That can push your hair into the resting phase, the telogen phase. Um, Two months later, you can see hair falling out and thinning. And uh, sometimes it's, it's described as coming out in handfuls. But in most cases, new hair does start growing right away. Okay, and then uh, someone has told me, and I don't know if, you know, I I hear so much stuff, you know, I just always like to base things on science. How about as far as like you go through a a process of losing hair through a cycle? Is that something that is is common? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, 10% of your hair is in resting the telogen phase. And as the hair falls out, after about two to three months, it's replaced by the new hair and the growth cycle starts all over again. So is there, do people, do you know people who actually time that? Or, or, I mean, (laughs) that's good. You got the science down on the hair. Look, hey, maybe we should team up and do a science experiment. Seriously. Uh, Yeah, yeah. On the cycles of, wow, that is, that is amazing. So another thing I've heard is overstyling. Uh, you know, is that something that can help to uh, actually cause hair loss? Oh, absolutely. Well, not it, now hair loss, not from follicle butt breakage. Yes, mm. it can. Uh, heat can be extremely damaging to hair, even more so than chemical treating hair. Um, yes, if you're a sun worshiper and you're in the sun all the time, that can bleach hair out. That can cause it to become dehydrated. That can cause it to break. If you love curling your hair every day, that can dehydrate the hair. That can cause breakage. Um, so yes, it's essentially, it doesn't just happen from within. It can happen from without and that can break hair off. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course a poor diet and that's where, where I can come in. We're going to talk about that. And then smoking. I mean, I definitely can affect the hair. Uh, you know, smoking has been known to cause poor circulation, which can affect the blood flow to the hair follicles and scalp. So obviously, okay. We talked about what causes hair loss. And I imagine the big thing is everyone wants to see hair growth. They want long, luscious hair. I mean, especially men. I mean, you know, now you see men having long hair and it's the trends right now. So what are some ways besides diet? We'll get to that. But what are some ways to uh, increase hair growth non-diet? Um, what, what are some products? What are some maybe vitamins that can be taken or even medication? Sure. Now, again, without going into diet, because I, I, that's probably 90% of it all, honestly, is what you're putting inside to push from the outside. Um, but you can absolutely, there's great product lines. If you're not, you have noticeably thinning or fine hair, you can look into a product. There's a couple out there. Nioxin one of my favorites. Um, and that's great for promoting a uh, healthy environment on the scalp for current and new hair growth. Bosley is the same idea. And Active is also a shampoo, conditioner, and serums that pr- produce the same effects. Um, yeah, biotin is a great supplement. You can take that. I've seen great results with clients that you do see a lot of new regrowth. Um, and there's alternative things. Now, those are the products and the supplements that I've seen a positive response on. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure with your clients if you've seen any too, but those are some of my favorites. So one I, I hear a lot is Viviscal. I think you could buy this at uh, you know Walgreens or yeah. any of your stores. It can be quite expensive. I think it's anywhere ranging from forty to sixty dollars per yep. per the package. So have you heard about Viviscal? And I have, I have. Um, I have not had any clients tell me they've used it, but I have done some research on it and. 
it, what they're promoting does make sense to uh, promoting hair new growth is, is stimulating that hair follicle. So, you know, I'd be interested to see a client and to see if I see any uh, results. But I've heard good things about it. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, Propecia. I know that's one Rogaine. I hear, I mean, talk about some of those treatments. However, it, it has no effect on hormonal process of hair loss, and its positive effects are best temporary and usually yields somewhat disappointing long-term results. However, Propecia increases the DHT to promote new growth, so that's a hormonal change, and that is the, the only one that, that actually will come from inside instead of the outside. So that, that does help promote the new growth and has better results than the Rogaine. Yeah, so I, it's funny. I used to live with my cousin years ago, and he'd probably kill me if... Uh, I heard this, but man, he had like nine empty Rogaine bottles underneath his counter. I, I didn't know what it was at the time. I, I thought it was like steroids or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was just, I mean, you know, I was, I was young. I had no clue. So, so, but, but men are using this. Women are using Women this. Women are using this. Men can use this. Uh, you know, I've seen some great results with Rogaine, men and women. Uh, typically, I see a little bit more on the crown, mm -hmm. uh, a bit more positive results than the, uh, the outside of the hair. But you know, I do see results when people do use Rogaine and definitely Propecia. Yeah. I have seen. And Propecia. I know I know there's been some reported side effects such as loss of libido and low energy and weight gain. So, you know, I think there, there's definitely approaches and, you know, we're going to talk about um, also diet, of course, that, that comes with it. Uh, now, I know there's some other thing. I've heard the hair cap and, and the laser wand. I have some clients that have bought this. Yeah. I mean, can you speak on that a little bit? Well, again, that's something that I, I have not had any clients admit to using it, but it, it does go with what science says is stimulating that hair follicle and that helps promote new growth or at least existing growth. So it does go with, uh, it's congruent with what it helps hair grow. Yeah. And, and so I guess the last resort would be hair transplants. Is that, I think they call it different now, but, uh, you know, hair transplants, I, I've, I've had a lot of men and a lot of women uh, have it done and, uh, you know, it's very successful. I, have you had some yeah. clients have that? Done? Oh yeah. I've had some clients that have had it and I love it. You can't even tell. The texture's a little different when you feel it, but other than that, visually, you can't tell. It wow. looks great. Wow. So, and I know those can range uh, anywhere from 1,500 graphs, anywhere. It could be anywhere from yeah. three to five, even yeah. $10,000. Uh, so pricey. It can be pricey. So let's talk about food. You know, food can heal us. Food can kill us. Yeah. And it, when we talk about hair and the body, it's so vital. And, you know, you can buy all these products and you can, you know, buy all these treatments and go as far as you want. But let's start off with a diet because things can definitely be improved. So what I always sure. recommend, the, the first thing is vitamin C. It increases collagen production, and collagen surrounds the hair strands. But as we age, collagen breaks down. So it causes hair to be more vulnerable to breaking. So the best way to boost that collagen is to get more vitamin C. So I'd always recommend more citrus fruits, strawberries, red peppers. And if you have to supplement, supplementing with about 250 milligrams daily can help to boost uh, collagen production. Um, so that's my number one recommendation. Yeah. Vitamin C is also great for hair shine. Just oh, want to throw that in there too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and then biotin, and this is something I take personally. I take around a thousand milligrams of biotin a day. You can take up to 5,000, but biotin is a water soluble B complex and encourages hair and scalp growth. Now, if you don't want to take anything, you can get it from sources such as nuts, brown rice, and oats. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you've seen this in your practice also. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I encourage balance. Your hair needs protein and iron to stay healthy, along with those omega-3 fatty acids, zinc, and the vitamin A. But definitely not too much. Uh, too much of any of these causes hair loss. 
Wow. So yeah, it just kind of like what you said, food can hurt us or it can uh, help us. Yeah. So you're right. So, you know, excessive amounts of protein, excessive amounts of iron, you know, can, can affect us and then not getting enough nutrients. in. we always recommend to at least get in 1200 calories a day. You start getting under that and not only affecting your, your health, your energy, but your hair health. I mean, it's really yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, eating iron-rich foods, and I know you touched on this, but it's important for hair growth. Of course, you can find it through red meat or green leafy vegetables. You can also get it in leeks or cashews, dried fruits. And also to help your body absorb iron, you'll need enough vitamin C to go with it. So mm -hmm. you want to combine those. So if you have a burger, throw a tomato on it. You know, Make sure you're getting some of that vitamin C with your uh, iron. Uh, like you mentioned, zinc is, is also important. 30 milligrams of zinc uh, uh, once daily, you can do uh, as far as your supplements, and you can find this in a lot of your foods such as oysters, Brazil nuts, eggs, and pecans. And I know you mentioned the uh, omega-3 fatty acids, which are huge. And I always recommend to get a fatty fish once a week, such as salmon. But if you don't, you're not a fan of fish, you can try adding walnuts, avocados, pumpkin seeds to your diet. And those omega-3 fatty acid, your body requires it in order to grow long, lustrous hair and also uh, to make sure your hair is not brittle. Mm -hmm. You know, So here's some of the foods that can really help you. And I'm a big fan of whole grains. Everyone always kind of goes away from whole grains. But it offers niacin, folic acid, some of your B6 and B12 vitamins, and that can help stimulate the hair follicles and give you that healthy, shiny hair and increasing uh, circulation. So you can get this also in oatmeal, brown rice, as well as quinoa. So always incorporate these healthy foods in your diet to really assist with hair growth. I mean, now I know you were talking about uh, earlier in the show, we were talking and, and about actually topical uh, products and even vitamins for the hair too. I, you know, I always work on what's good, you know, ingesting into the body, mm -hmm. um, but also you can add this to your hair. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, that's going to come from your products. It's, like you said, internally getting, getting what you need from food is, is vital. Absolutely. Um, you know, but what, what you can do is, uh, for externally, a, a great shampoo and a conditioner system, it, it should be in everybody's bathroom, including men. Um, I'd also include an oil in there. I think we all forget that overwashing can be extremely dehydrating. Using the conditioner and oil, it, it helps replenish natural oils back onto your scalp and hair after your shampoo. This okay. is also, you can use in beards, too, to condition and uh, to, to prevent frizzy or unruly, just to calm it down. So that's a question I have, because Krista, she always comes, and, and she, I swear, like, she never washes her hair. <laughs> always throwing her on her bus. No, I mean, seriously, it'd be like a week. Like, what? I, th I was taught you want to, you know, be clean and wash your hair every single day. So that's not true. Well, I think it's a balance between um, promoting a healthy scalp, which you do need to clean um, often, but also preventing dehydrating your hair. So with people with longer hair, like Krista or myself, you don't need to wash your hair every day. Uh, I, I'd say once a week, maybe two to three times a week, depending what your workout regimen is, depending what your job is. Uh, however, if you start washing hair and you've got about five years of hair growth on you, your hair will dry, it will break, and it will not be shiny, and it won't be healthy. Well, how about this dry shampoo? If Because I know a lot of women come in, and men, they, they work out, and they sweat, and they're like, oh, man, I don't want to wash my hair, but right, you know, right. does that help, the, the dry shampoo? Well, dry shampoo isn't cleaning hair. I know when I was a child, I used to think, oh, you just sprayed it, and your hair's clean. Sure. No, it doesn't work like that. Dry shampoo is just great for absorbing oil, just like in makeup. You put powder on the face to stop shine. It's the same thing with the dry shampoo. 
shampoo, you put it in your hair to prevent the shine and to build volume. So it's good for, for both. So we talked about ways to grow the hair. Now, I know a lot of people care about the shininess of the hair, you know, the health of the hair. What are some, there may be products or some techniques to get more shiny hair. Well, fish oil is great. Taking a supplement of fish oil, I've seen huge, I mean, I give it to my dog and she's got a beautiful coat. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> seen it in that. clients. And uh, yeah, you, that's a great way to start. Also, again, you can, a good shampoo and conditioning system is where it begins. Um, making sure you're putting oil in your hair every time you wash it putting a barrier between heating products to prevent dehydration, um, getting your hair trimmed regularly, making sure you're not using sulfates and parabens. And I'm just going to touch base a little on that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that, you know, we, we hear that uh, using the chem, and I know you talk about, you know, natural products. You know, t talk about, you know, using, because what happened to Pert Plus? Uh, I used to use it as a kid. Is that, did that kill my <laughs> hair? Is that why I, I'm, I'm losing you know, a little I'm bit I'm sure here? they still have Pert Plus, and I'm wondering if it's in your uh, in your bathroom, but uh, I, I'll touch base <laughs> on that. You know, technologies and science has come a long way with what we're using on our skin and our body and how it affects us as far as cancers related to that. Um, I'd stay away from any hair products that contain the sulfates and the parabens. And what are they? A lot of clients ask me that daily. Um, parabens are, are chemicals that have been used since the 1950s to prevent bacteria and act as preservatives in your deodorants and your lotions and your lipsticks and shampoos and scrubs. Studies or some studies show that there's a link to cancer with parabens. Mm. Um, sulfates, uh, what are they? They're cleansing agents. They can be found in the toothpaste and shampoo and body washes. Sulfates are bad for uh, your hair and can cause a number of problems, including drying, irritating your scalp, fading color, and even hair loss. So oh. I, I believe in the pure plant-based product. Just like your diet, cleaner you keep it, the greater the reward. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's great. And, you know, I know, I know the, a lot of the guys are going to ask me, you know, beards are in now. You know, everyone has a beard. So, you know, tell me a little bit about trimming, conditioning. I know a lot of guys complain about itching. I know guys are going to the barber now. You know, there's, there's special products for, for beards. Is it worth it? Sure. You know, yes, I, I, I definitely believe it's worth it. Um, if you're a guy and you've got long hair anywhere, or anybody with long hair for that matter, you have to take care of it. Uh, you know, right now, trend again is a messy, unkept beard. So it's not necessarily making sure you're keeping your line straight on your face with your beard. However, to each their own, that could be your style. But um, I do recommend always shampooing out your beard and conditioning it and using an oil. If your skin's itchy or it's irritated, make sure you're putting lotion inside and underneath the beard. I think a lot of guys don't think about that because it's out of sight, out of mind. Um, but if you're starting to feel itchy, your skin's asking for either one more water internally or externally, more lotion or oil. Go ahead and uh, quench, quench it. That's awesome. So just wrapping up, give me your top best uh, must-haves for men and women as far as general products that they should have in their bathroom. Shampoo, conditioner, oil. Number one, everybody needs to have these products. I don't care if you're a man and you only use shampoo. You need conditioner for your scalp and for your hair, and you need that oil after you strip out those natural oils to put back onto it. So number one, everything else, and this is just my opinion, is, is meant for a time that you may need it. If you want shine, get a shine product. If you want volume, get a volume product. Make sure you stay away from alcohol in your product so it doesn't dehydrate it. Stay away from those paraffins and sulfates. Uh, you know, so pick products that are higher end that do have more of a plant-based, you know, your Aveda, your Purology, your Alterna. Um, if you're having thinning hair or you're losing hair, go to the Nioxin, the, the Bosley or the Active. Those are great products for, for giving that denser, fuller looking hair and promoting a healthy scalp. 
and and then throw that pert plus away. Yeah, Man, please, Jim. I thought that stripped all the, Jim, the dirt out. <laughs> oh my <Shame>. gosh. <laughs> well, that's that's my Youngstown heritage. I think that's I think it was a dollar a uh, shampoo hey, container. Hashtag Ohio. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe spring. This is great, Rebecca. You know how can uh, how could uh, someone uh, hear about you more? Hey, uh, yeah, check me out. I just opened a salon, Beauty Box Studios VB. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And I'm revamping my site right now, but it will be beautyboxstudiosvb.com. Absolutely. So just uh, closing up, you know, remember health of hair is so important. Make sure you're eating a balanced diet. Of course, getting all those essential fatty acids, protein, zinc, and, uh, you know, omega-3 fatty acids, so important when it comes to hair health. You're listening to the Really Truly Fit Podcast. Have a great week, guys. Support your local hairstylist. Stay pretty, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation. To hear more episodes, please visit jimwhitefit.com. Until next time, it's up to you to live really, truly fit.